cliffcentral.com. I'm going to introduce you in a moment, Caroline Edifenveik, who is the brand editor for Investec. And she is a former broadcast journalist and TV producer who made the leap from the newsroom and editing into uh, Investec. And, and she's now officially called the brand editor. But around the bank, she's known as the storyteller. They've done a terrific job, Investec, of putting out really interesting content, not just with cliffcentral.com, but with a lot of other businesses on their own. They've brought to, to light some really interesting stories, and Caroline's very good at this. She says the best part of her job is when she gets to be a roving corporate reporter, going to different provinces and communities, and telling the stories of how Investec is having an impact from the perspective of the recipient. I've mentioned a couple of times on the show that this series we've just done with them called Future Impact is Absolutely amazing. It's worth listening to, and if you haven't listened to it yet, you are missing out. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but let me welcome her to the show. Caroline, it's so nice to have you on. How are you? Good morning, guys. Terrific Good. to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And, and Monday morning is not anybody's favorite time, but I'm sure that, uh, that you know, talking about something like this makes it worth the while because we've done this series. It's now it's coming to an end. Um, future impact. When you use words like future – uh, people people tend to get nervous because they start thinking that it's either this crazy view of this impossible future reality, which is unattainable, or they start thinking, oh, oh it's some dystopian thing. <coughs> uh, whether you like it or not, that's the kind of division that happens here. Having listened to a few episodes of Future Impact, it's really a very, very positive and interesting way to look at things. I'm thrilled that we've done this series. Do you want to just explain to people what the intention was from the beginning? Sure. I mean, I think um – as you say, um, our future is actually, unfortunately, rather a precarious one. And the whole, the, the size of the problem that we're facing when it comes to climate change and the growing inequalities across the world, but, but in specifically in South Africa, um, can be a little bit overwhelming. Mm. Um, and I think that is what happens is people get overwhelmed by the size of the problem and then they, they feel that they can't make any sort of impact and they kind of switch off. And what we wanted to do with this particular podcast was obviously from an investic perspective was to highlight some of the amazing work that we're doing with some incredibly innovative and bright partners in many different areas of sustainability. I mean, sustainability is a huge topic. It covers a lot of things. Sure. Um, but ultimately what we wanted to do was both educate our listeners um, without, without making it kind of boring and a, and a sort of gloat fest, but educate our listeners and make them realize that there actually is a lot going on around you um, that, is, that is cause for hope and that there are various things that you can do um, as an individual, as an investor, um, to, to move the needle forward in a positive way so that we all can kind of uh, leave, leave a positive impact and leave a world that's actually inhabitable for our, for our children. See, I have no problem with, with companies uh, that are doing good telling us about that. I think a lot of people miss out because they they don't even know that some of these things are happening. I mean, Investec is involved in so many really, really good projects, so many things that are making a difference in the world. You know, people tend to think, well, you know, you stick to your knitting and you should just be doing this or that and, and maybe, you know, banking is all you should do. If that was the case, we'd have a lot more problems because, thank God, companies like Investec are involving themselves in areas where, where, where people desperately need a little bit of help, uh, whether it's financial, whether it's terms of in terms of expertise, time, um, is it difficult to choose 
and you know all the people at Investec, is it difficult to choose which projects you guys want to get involved in because there's so many people who have good ideas and come to you and say, hey, can you help us? Um, or is it very easy? Can you can you quickly identify and see the things that need your help the most? Um, I think there's two ways to answer that. So obviously Investec gets involved from a sort of um, traditional sort of CSI perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the episodes in this in this Future Impact podcast series covers that. But obviously the biggest impact we can have is using our, our, our core business and our core skills, which is obviously um, financing and coming up with unusual and innovative ways to structure various sustainable financial products. I mean, obviously that's where we can make the biggest impact. Sure. And I think obviously I'm no banker, um, but I think – our investment bankers and our export financiers and our uh, equity fund managers, they all look very carefully at what they're going to get involved in um, because the opportunity is huge, um, but one has to be very careful with um, how you do your ESG scores. Um, there is a lot of greenwashing going on around uh, out there and mm-hmm. uh, social washing, and you have to just be very careful that – some companies that look terrific on an ESG scorecard are in fact terrific because you could just get a very good ESG management consulting firm that kind of <laughs> fills in the cracks for you, you know? Just explain what greenwashing is because I don't think anybody knows about this outside of sort of CSI and corporate <laughs> stuff. So, I, so ESG, which is, which is an acronym for environment, social, and governance. Mm-hmm. Those are the three sort of pillars that um, companies and organizations get. Um, they, you have to get an ESG score. And based on that ESG score, various investors will either be keen to invest in you or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is there are ways and means to make a – a fundamentally not particularly sustainable business look quite ESG shiny. Um, right. And that's called greenwashing. And sometimes um, businesses will highlight the good they're doing to the environment. You know, they're putting billions into um, renewable, renewable energy, energy yeah. but they actually still have, you know, equally billions invested in oil and they just make you make your eyes go to the positive rather than the negative, And then you don't realize the total impact. <laughs> okay. That's greenwashing. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could call it corporate bullshitting, but I mean, I suppose that, that wouldn't we be. Could. We could. <laughs> okay. So but even NGOs, don't, you know, they do. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, and we, we live in a country in, in South Africa where all of this stuff doesn't just give you a score, but it also, um, can make certain companies feel a little more secure or insecure depending on which political and environmental stuff they tend to get involved with. And we know lots of companies, lots of companies are just trying to keep everybody happy all the time so they can do their business too. It involves governments. Yes, which and is impossible. It is impossible. Mm. So, all right, I, I just want to quickly go back to the series and, and then I also want to talk about, mm. about you being the storyteller because I think that's the, that's the key thing here that makes us a little bit different. <laughs> if we, if we go back to the series, for anyone who hasn't listened to it yet, I've explained in my own words a couple of times why people should listen. But why do you think people should take a listen to it? What kinds of stories are we trying to tell here? So, Gareth, um, it, this was a very ambitious project. It's one that actually took me quite a while to get over the line. Um, you know, when when you're not in the business of making content, like you are lucky enough to be in, and, you know, I've moved away from – Sky News and ENCA and, and 
places like Urban Brew where my chief role was to produce content. Right. Sometimes it takes quite a while for the execs and um, the important stakeholders to realize the return on investment on creating content. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we, we've been down a road as Investec and uh, we've got a very lean, but I would say very efficient content team, a little content team in the center. And most of them are my ex-colleagues from journalism days. And uh, we, we happened upon podcasting quite a few years ago, sort of a few years after you started um, Cliff Central, realizing that this was a massively growing uh, medium. And we thought that we would be missing a trick if we didn't include this in our sort of content marketing stack because, A, it's a younger audience, and, B, most importantly to me, as, as you were saying, as a storyteller, um, I was getting very frustrated with creating these amazing, what I thought were pretty good videos, and that sounds like I'm being boastful, but videos of added value. And mm. um, I, I was concerned that people were only watching them up to a certain point. Right. So podcasting, Sorry, I've digressed a bit from the question you originally asked me, but the reason why we wanted to create this series and why people should listen is because podcasting allows you to actually, it gives you time with your audience. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty about podcasting. I think that's why I love what listening to podcasts, you know. So um, this, this Future Impact series allows us to delve into a huge variety of topics um, and not just superficially touch, touch the surface. We speak to the thought leaders in a particular area, but we also speak to the people that are actually being impacted on the ground. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the the differences between this and another sustainability podcast, for instance. So we will speak to the likes of an Investex Barry Shamley, who's the one of our top equity managers, around what in fact is sustainable investing. Take us through the spectrum of, you know, um, ESG versus sustainable investing versus impact investing. But then we will speak to outsiders around so we spoke to somebody called um Morandeni Mafumo who's the founder of Cristini Water yes. and we talk about how the investment in his company enables him to use this really innovative water filtration system and how it's impacting people in rural KZN and Popo with clean water um with, and they had no they were spending hours a day collecting water um, and now they have the opportunity to do other stuff, you know, um, like work and go to school. Well, I mean, you, you mentioned <laughs> so, you mentioned people, but also animals, and I think you know that's something that's close to a lot of people's hearts. You, you don't have to is. you don't have to look far in the world to find someone who who doesn't want to do something for the environment and for for our our incredible and in this country our in, incredible you know natural resources, whether they are animals, places tourism the things that go along with that my favorite episode in the series is still the one with the rhinos um because episode two yeah yeah i mean i what what's happening there is effectively and and you know people will complain they will moan they will they will say things but they don't actually get their hands dirty investec went and got their hands dirty you guys don't just give the 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 rhino the baby rhino sanctuary money you actually get involved, and I mean, it was it was amazing to hear in this podcast the sounds of what's going on in that that part of yes. the world to to actually meet the people who are doing the hard work of of trying to conserve, look after, protect, and 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 essentially, you know, kind of keep a little piece of this going uh, into the future. We, we may not have rhinos if it isn't for things like this. 
Exactly. And Gareth, you know, I think, as you say, that touches the passion point of so many South Africans. Um, there's a lot that we can be proud of in South Africa, but there's a lot that we can that we get down on, mm -hmm. um, and rightly so. But our natural heritage and our, on, on, and our reserves and the fact that we've got these incredible um, species mm. that's, that brings tourists over in their droves, that is one of the biggest, you know, um, contributors to our GDP, and the fact that we are really on the br we were on the brink of losing rhino um, when Investec Rhino Lifeline was born. It was a sort of um, it was a it was a carrying call to say we cannot let this happen, not on our watch. And so right. we one of our key partners was this Care for Wild um, NGO, and it was it was such a, a wonderful opportunity to take. Um, you know, the host of the podcast, um, CBN Zile and, and the producer Spike, um, to actually visit the, the Care for Wild Sanctuary. Um, and as you say, it, you get so moved. It's impossible not to be moved by what's going on there. They have thought of every, every avenue where they can make impact. The whole thing is on this wonderful, sustainable cycle. Mm. Um, so not only are the, do you get to hear in this particular episode, um, about how they're conserving um, wild rhinos that are orphaned from poaching. Um, and they have, I mean, uh, they have over a hundred rhinos there um, and it keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And some of these rhinos have actually um, given birth to calves, which I think in terms of just a, a case study of what success looks like, I think that is a pretty concrete one. Um, and it was amazing to hear the sounds of these babies and the suckling and the, the yeah. feeding of the milk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, you yeah. think you, you, we don't want to get into the, 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 the depressing part of this, but a lot of those little baby rhinos are there because their mothers have been killed, um, and by poachers. So, yes. you know, they rescued because people often go, well, what happens to the babies? I mean, this is always the saddest part of the story for those people who, who, who feel, um, for these animals. But, you know, there is, there's plenty of up, optimistic stuff going on here too a lot of people say that technology and the opportunities that the future provides are going to make the world not only a, a, a friendlier and, and, a, and a more equitable place but also a better place i mean for everybody you don't just need to be uh, one of those people who's got a wind farm um, as one of your investments or a, or a solar farm and people in this country are really taking renewable energy very seriously. I think especially because we'll take any energy we can get seriously, but it's exciting to hear about where the developments and where the big thinking is. And that's obviously where you guys at Investec can tap into all of your terribly clever people who make these investments and you can use them as a, as a, a bouncing board really for so many other good ideas. So what's your favorite part of the yes. series? I mentioned I love the rhinos, but what's your favorite part? I love the rhinos because that's where my heart is. I love conservation and I'm, I'm a bush baby. So yes, that would be my favorite one. But um, I think from a learning one, I probably found the the opening um, podcast the best one for me. I, I just, I wasn't that up, I wasn't up on what exactly the differences between sustainability and responsible investing was. Like, what what is the spectrum? And I found the laying out that out in terms of um, what the differences are and 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 those examples really solidified for me what the actual financial sustainable financial landscape looks like. So, from a learning perspective, I I liked number one the best. From a being moved perspective, I like number two the best. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, you know, there was. There are highlights in all of the all of the all of the episodes. There are eight of them, and um, you know there was great debate about whether we were making a mistake by covering too many topics in one series. Mm -hmm. um, 
but as our sort of first sustainability focused um, gambit into podcasting, we felt we needed to give our audience an overall view of all the different touch points that Investic has. And we haven't even done that, but it just means that if you are interested in conservation, there's something for you. If you're interested in export finance, there's something for you. If right. renewable energies is where you want to be, then there's something for you. No, I love it. Um, okay. You want to say something, Mash? Go ahead. Yes. Um, while on the topic of favorite episodes, my favorite episodes of this, my favorite episode rather of the series has to be that reimagining education episode about the NPO in Pumalanga that is doing yes. such amazing work and actually increasing the pass rate in the area. So yes. that was um, amazing work there. And I was actually going to ask you what, what is your favorite episode? But Gareth has already asked you that. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but when, 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 um, Yes. I was just going to say the word, a lot of the time, the word sustainability frightens people away because they think, oh God, it's the politicians getting together at COP, whatever it is, 22, 23, 29, 14. Or it feels like hard work. It feels like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to concentrate on doing something now no. or change yes. my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that, yes. that, do you feel that that's, um, that's something that we still have to get over? Because people do that. Unfortunately, the politicians have made us feel a little bit less than enthusiastic about that word sustainability. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, that was uh, when we were all huddled in, um, you know, in your offices at Cliff Central. We were talking about what do we want people that listen to the series to leave feeling. And other than educated, we actually really wanted them to feel hope and empowered because you know, we can all, it is very, very um, disheartening when you go through all these cops and then the sort of key outtake is everybody has great intentions, but nobody's really doing much, right? Right. Um, especially when you are sitting in a developing world and you think, you know, the, the, the developing world has had all their time to develop and to pollute our, our, our oceans and our atmosphere. And now, you know, we are just sort of, getting going and now we're going to be um taxed out of existence and there's going to be a carbon tax yeah. and people also get quite angry with that so the geopolitics <laughs> also makes people angry um that's, mm. abs that's absolutely right <laughs> couldn't agree um, more. yeah i just think that this particular podcast especially the last episode we try to say okay look we've given you an overview of mm -hmm. the different areas of sustainability we do try to anchor it in the sdgs which is also um something that it kind of turns everybody's switches off the sustainable development goals. And only because that's really the kind of agreed blueprint to which we can all agree that we're trying to achieve something. And it kind of makes it a little bit more tangible and a little bit more easy to, to measure. Um, so we, in each episode, we talk about which SDGs this is impacting, but the last episode is entirely um, dedicated to hearing about from four individuals um, across, you know, so one's an NGO, one's a, um, an author. We hear from Tanya DeSantis, our global head of sustainability. And we also hear from somebody, um, called, uh, Farran Campbell, who, who runs a little sort of startup that's in Cape Town called EcoWalla. Yep. And the whole point of this podcast is to enable people to realize that, in fact, you are, if you are, egalitarian minded and you are trying to do something positive that somehow makes this world a better, cleaner, more sustainable space, then you are impacting the SDGs mm. and maybe just um, take the time to think about how you can extend that impact. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be massive. Like you don't have to give up meat forever. You know what I no, mean? Sure. Like maybe just, <laughs> well, maybe just think about volunteering somewhere or 
I don't know, having a meat-free Monday. <laughs> I just, I, I think it's it's really cool, and and I've got to give them credit here that, that they've they've brought someone like you in from a corporate point of view because your background is media, which is something all of us can understand, and we can we can kind of uh, associate with the work we do, um, and and telling these stories is important. Uh, businesses need to learn to tell stories just like individuals become good storytellers. Otherwise, you don't want to spend time with them around the braai. And that means you don't want to spend time with them online either. And what's, what's clever about this is that when you tell amazing stories, when you, know, you are able to articulate your position in the world as Investec are trying to do with all of this content that they do. And by the way, you know, the, the sustainable uh, – discussion that we're having here the future impact discussion is just one of many that investec has what what stories do you really love telling because this is something that you've grown up doing this is something that you love doing it's something that you come from um and is it is it difficult or is it easy sometimes to get these things as you say across the line in other words to get the the the, the much more corporate minded and there are a lot of people at investec who are terribly terribly clever and they know lots and lots about finance but maybe they aren't the best storytellers how do you get how do you persuade them to do this stuff <laughs> Yeah, look, a lot of it is um, nagging, good old school nagging, <laughs> and a lot of it. Um, but in fact, I think there has been a noticeable shift amongst the bank and amongst corporates, actually, that mm. the time of um, organizations or companies, um, you know, boldly telling you how brilliant they are from a, from a first person perspective is over you know audiences are are saturated with uh, incredible content um they can stream it at their fingertips unless yes. you're prepared to actually um give the platform to people outside of your thought leaders because your thought leaders set it up they are they are the brains behind the machine and um obviously it's 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 the bread and butter of the business but if you don't have um if you don't have your eyes and hearts open to telling stories that actually move people, then your brand will never get anywhere. Um, right. you, you absolutely have to have the people who like myself and like my colleagues who are paid to go and find the stories of impact. Um, you know, whether it be through our sponsorships, um, you know, whether it be through our CSI programs, whether it be through our more traditional financed vehicles where we've, We've made a massive impact in somebody's life because of putting up a, a massive um, solar plant in the Eastern Cape. And we can talk to the, the, the mum who now, you know, she can get to go to work and she doesn't feel dreadfully um, anxious about leaving her child in a dark place to do their homework all alone. You know, it's, it's those sort of stories um, that, that, that really move people. And we, there are so many of them. And I'm, I'm sure that Investec is not alone in this endeavor. There must be lots of stories out there that, mm. that need to be told. But it just makes you feel that this is what South Africa is about. These are the people that are actually making a difference, that are building a better nation. It's not about only, you know, the ineptitude in our leaders and the corruption that makes us all want to sort of hide under our covers every morning. Right. Yeah, I love it. Caroline, thank you so much for making time for us this morning. I know you're busy. 
and I'm I'm hoping that anyone who hasn't listened to this series yet gets to hear about it because it really is worthwhile and um, there's such interesting things that are going on uh, all over this, this country that so many people are not even aware of and, and Investec's involved in so many of them. But well done to you. Please keep telling your stories and we will keep helping to do that wherever we can and uh, hopefully we see you again soon. Enjoy the rest of this year as things start to uh, wind down towards December although I'm sure that there's no lack of work to keep you guys very, very busy at your offices. Same thing going on with us. We will see you soon. Yes. Thank you so much, Gareth, and thank you, Cliff Central, for being a great partner on this on sure. this Future Impact podcast series. What a pleasure. Take a listen to it. It is called Future Impact. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Caroline. Cliffcentral.com.